and welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name is Brandon. I be Craig. You are sleepy, Craig. I am today. I'm very yeah. sleepy. Um, you know, it's a balmy 45 and um, misty. Misty. It's warm and uh, no, warm it's warm in uh, here. <laughs> warm in here. Yeah. No, it's um. Um, I am tired today, but um, it could be the weather. It could be a, a bunch of other things too. I don't know, but um, just driving in this morning, it just looks so fall out. You know, what it I mean? does. And we had a stretch uh, coming down Route Four where um, it, there was no rain, no mm-hmm. drizzle, and all of a sudden I was like, "That looks like drizzle or rain up there." And sure enough, we hit this hit patch it. of rain past your house for literally thirty seconds, and we were out of it. I huh. was like, "Isn't it crazy how it does that?" It is crazy. We drove right through some kind of little. I don't know what it was. Right. So, um, but hey, it's, uh, it's fall. It's fall. In central Ohio. And, the um, leaves are starting to turn. That's nice. There's some really pretty trees. Yeah. It's pretty nice, actually, if you look out through the, um, fields and you see the, the colors. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. A- absolutely gorgeous. But you know, it's to follow. We won't talk about that. It's beginning. Yeah. To right. Exactly. Like exactly. Um, we're drinking, um, Gifted coffee, to gifted us. coffee, and um, gifted I can't remember. Coffee is the best coffee. It is the best coffee because it's free coffee. That's right. Yeah. So I can't remember the name of it. Gothic Serpent. I don't know how I forgot the name of that. How could you forget Gothic that? Serpent? So that's by none other than Black Rifle. Um, its origin is Burundi. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Um, tasting notes. Here we go. Red fruits, honey, and citrus. Really? This isn't one of my favorites. Like last week, the, the geisha blend, mm-hmm. that was really good. It was really good. Really good. This one didn't meet that expectation. So on a scale from one to 10 last week, what would you rate last week? Last week's, I'd give it an eight to nine. Okay. And this one? Four to five. Really? That I low. mean, it's, it's not bad, but now that it's saying citrus, that's what I'm getting. That, that I am not a fan. And I was talking with somebody about that yesterday. Yeah, I'm not either. And I'm just not a fan of citrusy coffee, right. like that citrus feel yeah. or taste. Yeah, I'm not either. It's but it's I I think it's good. Yeah, it's it's good. I would give it a probably a six to seven. Um, and like yeah, last week was probably an eight nine. Yeah. Um, but um, this week was um, Gothic Serpent. Gothic Serpent. Maybe that – I said that to you. Maybe that's what was a turnoff for me is the serpent. You know, I'm not a fan of snakes. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm not a big fan of citrus stuff anyway. So, right. um, um, But I do t- – I didn't taste it so much um, gotcha. probably as you did. I think sometimes – Well, I've had two cups. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So for somebody who doesn't really care for it, you've had two cups. I have had two cups. That's I mean, crazy. I didn't say it was bad. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, I mean, it was maybe a five or a six, but – it's free, so go up another one. I mean, you yeah. well, now you're at a seven, so yeah. now you're right in the right in the wheelhouse. So, but um, but yeah, thank you for that, and um, thanks. Uh, Black Rifle makes some really good coffee, though. Very good coffee. They um they got a very good selection. If you go to Walmart in Marysville, mm-hmm. they got a great selection both of beans and also if you want to get pods for your uh, Keurig, um, they, I mean, I think everything's there. I mean, other than the specialty coffees that get sent over to us. Right. Um, but I think everything else is there. Yes. So. Yeah. The, the main stuff. I think they've got Tactus Squash. They've got Just Black. They've got, right. That, that's one of my favorites. Just Black is, it's just black. It's good. It's smooth. I, I do like that. Um, Beyond Black. I, Beyond Black is good. Mm-hmm. My all time favorite though, I think, um, is their, um, AK Espresso. Okay. I'm a big fan. It's a dark roast. S big, or X? S. Okay. Espresso. Okay. Um, but whatever you want to call it, yeah, it's, right, it's right. fine as right. long as it right. drinks the same. But, exactly. But yeah, no. So that was good. Oh, <sighs> that's good. So uh, I, I have to tell you, okay. I'm sorry. And, um, I'm sorry that, um, oh, you know, it's okay. It's, it's fine. So the, I'm over it. 37 cent ring did not help is what you're telling me. That ring keeps getting cheaper and cheaper every time you talk about it. <laughs> The ring did not help. Um, I thought maybe the power of the ring was going to show up like it did in 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess the team was just better in 2021. Did they? They had a secret weapon though in 2021. They did have. They had a secret weapon, and the uh, ring combined was crazy. And the ring and the secret weapon had a secret weapon. Oh yeah, he did. Remember what was pearls? The pearl necklace. Yeah. Jock Peterson was wearing the pearl necklace. This is the first year. 
I think, in how many years that Jock has not made the playoffs? Probably since the with, second year he played. He's with the Giants this year? Yeah. San Francisco? We The Braves need him back. The guy is always in the playoffs. And so here's the other thing. My daughter doesn't like when I bring this up. In 2021, one Ronald Acuna did not play for the Braves. The dude is good. 70 stolen bases, 40 home runs, mm-hmm. never been done in Major League Baseball, may never be done again. I don't know. Right. Great feat. He's he's a player. He did not show up in the big moments right in this postseason. He was up to play up to the bat in um, our final game. Bases loaded, two outs. To his credit, he hit a really well hit ball. It was caught in the deepest part of the ballpark, left center, on the warning track. Oh gosh, it was. He just missed it. Like if he didn't hit it fully on the barrel. Oh man, and it could have been a grand slam if he would have. Well, that'd have been exciting. So, to his credit. He did put a good swing on that ball, but he just didn't show up throughout that series. And the Phillies did. And the Phillies did. And the big game players actually produced. Big and game that's, players that's what you have to do. And your big gamers have to come to the plate. And, yeah. And that's so. the thing, you know, like the Braves. You look at the Braves. And I told my daughter that she's so bummed and, and just all about it and mad. And I'm like, listen, you know, Matt Olson said a, he led the major leagues in home runs and RBIs this year. He set a single-season home run record um, for the Atlanta Braves. Which was? Uh, was it? 50? 52, 53, okay. I think. He passed. Um, oh, who was it? Hank Aaron? No, it wasn't Hank. Um, Dare Ovens? No. Um, it's a smaller guy. Oh, David Johnson? No. Anyways, anyways, passed, passed whoever, somebody. Really? Spencer Strider. Um, led the major leagues in strikeouts. Okay. Um, broke, uh, an Atlanta Braves season record passing John Smoltz for most strikeouts in a season by a pitcher. Okay. Um, honestly, Ronald Acuna, like I just said, 40 home runs, 70 stolen bases, passed, um, um, oh goodness. I can't, somebody for, uh, for most stolen bases. Right. So set of Braves, you know, single season. Oh, stolen. Otis Nixon. Otis Nixon. Yes. Thank you. Uh, passed Otis Nixon for that record. You know, they set a bunch of single season records. Right. That doesn't matter if you can't produce in the post. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to produce in the postseason or those are just numbers and statistics. They had a great regular season. Awesome. Who, um, who did he, um, who's the guy you're thinking of that he broke his home run record? It, I'm not sure. Is he second baseman? It wasn't Dan Ugla, was it? Ooh, Dan Ugla. I don't think so. Okay. I like Ugla. He had home, he, he had quite a few home runs Dude, there for a couple of years. Dan Ugla had some legs. Like, that's where his power came from. Yeah. Dan, he, he was just a big dude. Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah. I he liked was. him. Yeah. I remember watching him play. Yeah. So, um, but I didn't know who, who, who he beat. So, yeah, I but, can't anyway. Remember. but anyway, I'm sorry about the loss because I know it, uh, but I know we talked about whoever won that series, I think had a great shot of being, not only in the World Series, but also winning the World exactly. Series. So if they if the Phillies make it past the uh, Diamondbacks, I, I and think and I hope that. they don't. You don't. Yeah. How crazy would it be if it was the Diamondbacks and the Rangers in the World Series? That's a that's a combo you'd never pick going into the season. Yeah, it definitely yeah. it definitely could be though because they're both playing hot right now. Yeah, Rangers are tough, and so are um, the Diamondbacks. So. Yeah. All right, I'm looking. Not finding it. Come on. Oh, you'll figure it out. You'll Come figure it on. out. Maybe put oh, the well. ring back on. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> not worried about it that much. So, um, got a ch- I got a chance yesterday to go down to the uh, Connections Cafe. Boy, they they do a great job. Down they do there. a great I mean, job. I'm yes, just amazed. I mean, there was all kinds of stuff down there. I mean, it was. Um, I mean, there was fruit. There were um, bunt cakes. There were brownies. There were cookies. There were all kinds of stuff. And and again, to everybody who helps out in that, and everybody volunteers, and that's your ministry. You guys do a um, an amazing job. So um, it's a it's a great ministry, and it's a good way for people to. You know, get connected on Sunday morning. So, I know who it was. What? Yes, how could I not remember that? It was Andrew Jones. Oh, Andrew yeah. Jones had the home run record before. Yeah, before Matt Olson. Passed totally forgot him. about him. And and Andrews is really neat because Andrew's been back to a, the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta a lot, <laughs> um, and and congratulated him and everything. Yeah. And but there was a, I think Andrew and somebody it wasn't Chipper. 
But Andrew and somebody were out in Wrigley Field, like the series they played in Chicago, like in the rain, sitting in center field. Oh, my. Like they were taking it in from from the cheap seats. Oh, my word. And they were loving it. Oh, my So, like, they were talking back and forth with them. That's funny. That's funny. So uh, yesterday was a good day. Um, it was a good day. Um, I thought um, the songs were great. Um, I thought everybody sang well. They did. Um, especially the first service. Mm-hmm. Um, first was... service kind of had some life back in them. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, were, was good. They were a little more awake. Yeah, they were. So maybe it was the coldness kind of get everybody awake a little maybe. bit. I don't know. I, um, but no, it was good. Um, the uh, song following the message um, I thought was really mm-hmm. good. Um, God, you're a, so good. Yeah. yeah. Hard to beat that. Thinking about how... It's kind of a convicting song. It's a convicting it. song. It's such a great reminder, especially heading into communion of right. what Jesus did for us. And and I love verse three. I really do. Of you know, and should this life bring suffering, Lord, I will remember what Calvary has bought for right. me, both now and forever. And you know, that's you know really what we should be remembering, not just on Sundays, oh, but yeah. every day. So, so yeah, that's that was good. Yeah, um, I like I liked it. It was um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was really good. It was a good way to. Um, to to cap that off because mm-hmm. um you know when you think about when you think about the 10 commandments and and everything um the 10 commandments again aren't there to you know make me feel good right they are actually don't make me feel good mm-hmm. and they make me realize how much I have fallen from God and right. I need, and I need Jesus Christ as, as my savior. And I think right. that's the good thing about the Ten Commandments and is that God doesn't want us to live in um, the guilt of that, but to right. understand that there's, there's, there, this is the way we need to go. Right. And, um, you know, the Ten Commandments shows, shows me how, uh, actually how frail I am mm-hmm. when it comes to everything spiritually or, um, just everything. Right. And, um, where that connection to God and the connection to his word is the only thing that, you know, in his spirit. Right. Keeps me on the, uh, you know, where I need to go. For sure. So, Cause I mean, we all, <laughs> there's not a person in the planet that's perfect. We're all going to do stupid things or say something or right. act out or, uh, react in a certain way that we don't want to do. And then when that happens, it, you, you are convicted in mm-hmm. it. And it's, uh, and, and there's a there, there's the part of when you read a commandment and if you're not following that uh, where you're convicted, but there's a ch- there's there's that slight chance where you start to feel guilty about mm-hmm. that. But that's where God wants you to move beyond that. Right. I know you work your stuff out, right. but that's where he wants you to move on beyond. Exactly. That, so, but yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah we, yesterday was a <laughs> yesterday was uh, was a uh, the commandment yesterday is hard, I think. Yeah. Yep. And it's hard. I think would be hard for. For quite a, you know, for quite a few people because, um, you know, um, we have a, a culture today who's pretty much removed all parental authority, uh, especially right. they, you know, if you watch television shows or uh, movies or whatever, uh, they make out the parents to be kind of stupid and the kids who are 12, 13, 14 years old to be like the greatest, you know, they're the wisest people on the planet. Right. That's, that's not done by accident. Exactly. Think, so exactly. And especially dads, they try to make the dads just to be kind of like a, you know, bumbling idiots. You right. Know, and that I don't I don't think that's good. So in Exodus 20, verse 12, um, this is the commandment. This is commandment number five. Mm-hmm. Honor your honor, your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And there it is. There it is. And and, you know, you talked about how, you know, that is a the first commandment with a promise. You yeah. Know, if exactly. you honor your father and, and mother. You know, you will may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Exactly, um, and, and you know, if you look back, um, you look back through the you know over the last fifty plus years, even like sixty years or so. I mean, you you can go back to the to the late sixties, you know, with and even to the early seventies where right. it wasn't cool or hip to follow authority or to follow your parents or right. listen to what they say. And um, you can do what you want if it feels good, do it. You exactly. know, you be you. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but the thing I think that we always need to remember is that um, your decisions. Um, affect other people, especially when it is in, in, in your family. Right. And yesterday I, I think I asked people, I'm like, you know, think about the decisions that your grandpa or your dad has made. Right. Whether it's good or bad, mm-hmm. uh, they've probably affected your life even for the day. I mean, grandpa maybe chose another vocation, moved to another state. Right. Here's where you right. landed. Uh, you know, you may have been from Midwest or you may have been out east. I, I don't know. Right. Um, maybe dad made a decision and it's affected, um, you know, affected your life. And it can affect you either positive or or negative. Right. 
So I, I think that sometimes when you come to this commandment, there's somewhat, um, what would you say? There's a lot, there could be a lot of pain around this commandment. There can be. Um, yeah. and I think that's, um, this is one of those things that, God wants us to look at, because if you look at it, um, and I, you know, I think I said this yesterday. I don't remember when, but you look at the first four commandments; they're all about God, right? They're they're all about God and loving God and Honoring obeying God, God and, yeah. and you know, one God and right, you know, no idols, exactly. Yeah. But when you start moving on to this commandment and above, <clears throat> we get more relational. It's right. about, and it starts with the most important relationship: the family, right? Especially your. Parents. Mm-hmm. It starts at the top where, uh, where the authority is. Yeah. Um, Dennis Rainey, um, he said. That's so true. It is. He says, if you can love your parents, you can love anybody. If you can forgive your parents, then you forgive anybody. Right. I thought that was a pretty good quote. It's very good. And, and that's the thing is, you know, God gives this commandment of honor your father and mother. You know, that doesn't mean that you honor your father and mother only when things are going well. It right. doesn't mean that you honor right. your father and mother only when they are you know, honorable, Mm -hmm. you know, there's definitely, you know, times Mm -hmm, where you may mm -hmm. need to separate yourself from them or whatnot, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. to be, you you are still called to honor. Exactly. And, and you get into that and what that looks like. And I thought you did a really good job of, of breaking that down later on, because, you know, sometimes we, we do have dishonorable parents, Yeah, you know, and what does that look like? And so I thought that was good that you went down down that path as well. You know, I texted you last night and said, you know, great job with a topic that's really not not that easy. You think at first easy, it's like yeah. cut and dried. Okay, honor your father and mother. Well, it's not that cut and dried no. because why? We we live in a sinful world. Exactly. You know, and so you've already said it. None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. We all have flaws. Our parents have flaws. Oh, yeah. You know, and there, there are things that, you know, me as a dad, like I've got to, to work on. And, you know, there are things that I don't want, you know, to portray to my kids mm-hmm. the things that mm-hmm. I, I don't want, you know, to pass on to them, you know, character traits, character flaws, whatever that is. Right. Right. And so I've got to be, you know, aware of that. Um, but we're still called in those moments still to honor them. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke six, Jesus says this 44 through 45, a tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn bushes and grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Bramble bush. Bramble like bush. Bramble bush. And like uh, somewhere else, Jesus, I can't remember exactly where it is, but Jesus says, you know, out of it may be Luke too, Luke as well, but um, says out of the overflow of the mouth. Are out of the overflow of the heart, the, the mouth, mouth speaks. speaks. Um, you know, and so we, but we are known. I love that we are known by our fruit, and we've said right. that so often. Very convicted by that verse because um, uh, I don't know if you're like this or if everybody else is like this, but um, it's very tough sometimes to to keep a rein over your you know your tongue and um, and, and and your heart does speak and sometimes it doesn't speak what it should and right. i know mine does that right and, um you know i know i've said things before like you know i've been working on things for literally 40 years and that's mm-hmm. one of the things i've been working on better what it was years right. ago but not so good now i mean not as bad as it was but hopefully it'll be better you know and as you keep you know learning and growing um you know god god shows you and you know where, where you need to go but yeah that's and that's a, that that's that process that we talked about a few weeks ago of just that refining you know, just right. as a, a silversmith refines right. that silver, um, you know, we we are called to continue to work through those things and get those impurities right, out. Right, right, You know, and sometimes it takes heating up and, and messing up to be able to throw it back in the fire and say, okay, God, remove these impurities. Right, right. Um, because you have to heat it up to be able to see the impurities exactly. and bring those impurities to the top. Um, and sometimes in our lives we have to, you know, our weakest moments show those imperfections where it's like, okay, I've got to – sift through this i've got to work through right this and right get those impurities out just right. like a silversmith does in the silver um so we started off and asked this question for number one is why should we honor our father and our mother and mm-hmm. i exodus 20 verse 12 the last of it so that you may live long in the land that the lord the god is giving you i don't i don't think that's necessarily talking about you're gonna live a hundred thousand years right but i actually think you're going to be living a blessed life and it's going to be one of those lives that you're not going to be you're not going to be as miserable if right. you if you honor your parents um so i think that's good so you have to remember that the israelites um they have been slaves for 
400 years. Right. And so they're, they were listening, waiting to hear from the voice of God. And when they actually heard from the voice of God, they, they got released as slaves. And so they're making this journey to the promised land. Right. And as they're making this journey to the promised land, God is giving them the Ten Commandments. And this is one of the commandments, the first commandments with a promise. Right. And they're waiting on this promise. You know, this is one you, you're waiting on. Exactly. And, and when I, when I read this, when I read this verse and I read what the Israelites were going through, I think sometimes we co, our lives coincide with the Israelite people. I don't know. That's just what I think. Right. And because we wait on God, we wait on promises of God. And so what we do, like the Israelites, we walk every day by faith, right? And so God, God leads us to to where we need to be, where we need to be, right? I, I like that verse. You know, Paul lays it out in Ephesians six verses one through three, and he points back to yeah. the Exodus passage. He says, "Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right." And then this is where he quotes Exodus: "Honor your father and mother," which is the first commandment with a promise. He says, and then quotes it again, so that it may go well with you. And that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Exactly. And so why should we honor our father and mother, you know, so that it will go, I like that version, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Well, I mean, if, I think when we honor our parents, um, it honors God. Exactly. And I think when we um, honor our parents and honor God, um, just everything's better with my relationship to God. Exactly. Does that make sense? Exactly. Um, so that, I think that that's important. And, and I and I think that we need to, you know, we need to always make decisions based upon what God wants because we do live in a very selfish society to right. where we always think, right. how's this going to affect me? Mm-hmm. I mean, how's this, how am I going to deal with this? And we always come back to us, but sometimes when we're always thinking about me, it doesn't end up right. But when we think about somebody else, it, it always ends up right. better. So when I think when we think out of the box of what about what I want, I think then you start to, you know, it's like, what if I honor my mom and dad, but you know, we'll talk about this here in a little bit, but, but they're not that great. Uh, right. Well, right. God's going to bless you. So uh, the question I asked yesterday is what will glorify and honor God? Mm-hmm. And that's the question we always have to ask. I would say that's, that's everything. beyond this topic. Exactly. I had a student come up to me last week and, um, asked a great question. He was like, you know, well, what does the Bible say about like relationships? Right. And um, I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not, but, you know, Maybe. that question has just really stuck with me. And it's like – and my response to to this student was, well, the Bible actually says, you know, a lot about relationships. And it talks about, you know, not, you know, not having premarital sex and all of that. Right, and right. What is, you know, what is holy and pleasing for God? I said, but here's the, the core of, of – the core question you need to ask yourself when it comes to relationships, when it comes to honoring your father and mother, mm-hmm. when it comes to anything else – does this glorify God? So is it a relationship? Okay, does this relationship glorify God? Right. My relationship to my parents. Is this relationship glorifying God? Mm-hmm. Um, my, you know, me as a parent, mm-hmm. I- am I glorifying God with the way that I am training and raising my children? Right. Um, and it goes beyond just, you know, this thing. I, th- I think it, that's the question we should ask ourselves in everything that we do. Every single day, we have a decision to make. Okay. Will this glorify God? And you and I have talked. Sometimes we get right. to a, a fork in the road, right? And there's a right and a wrong way. You know, it's right, like, right, right. Yes, definitely. This way is the way I've got to go because that's the only way to glorify God. Sometimes we get to fork in the road, and either way can glorify God. And so it's like, okay, w- God, right. lead me. Where, right. Which way? And sometimes He's like, you choose. You know, neither way is bad. Right. Um, but that's got to be the base of, of everything that we do. It's like, what will glorify God? And I love that question, you know? Right. And if we approach something, if we approach a relationship, if we approach, you know, honoring our parents with that question, then our right. foundation right. is right. Exactly. 100%. Uh, the second thing, which you've already brought up and we've talked about just briefly is how do you, di- um, honor dishonorable parents? And, um, and I think sometimes, uh, this becomes a, a, a sticky point for, for everybody because right. people are like, okay, yeah, this is great for you and all. And, you know, it seems like you got your act together, but believe me, nobody's got their act together. Right. Um, uh, but you, people are probably thinking, you know, you have no idea what it was like for me growing up. You'd have no idea what my parents were like. You have no idea the, the trouble that I even have today because because of some of the right, stuff that they right. did. And um and and seriously, I bet people that were in there yesterday, I bet people threw the brakes on thinking, as soon "Okay, as you, yeah. I don't know about this. I don't know about this because you're like, you don't know how my dad treated me, you know how my mom has treated me, you just don't know what they do. You just don't understand." And right. um 
the thing that I was trying to allow everybody to see is that I'm not saying you shouldn't be hurt because right. you can be hurt mm-hmm. because those things, sometimes those things are really hurtful. Yes. And, um, and, and sometimes it goes even beyond, you know, your parents while you were a, ch- a child. Yeah. You know, even as adult parents, mm-hmm. you know, your parents can, you know, be dishonorable. Exactly. And so, you know, yeah, the hurt, the hurt is there and yep. it's going to be there. But the question is, is how do you respond yep. to that? Exactly. So I also believe this. I believe that whatever's happened to you has also hurt the heart of God. And exactly. he's, he has seen that. He mm-hmm. knows this. But here's the thing about God's word and about this command specifically is that the Bible doesn't give an exception clause for parents who are dishonorable. Right. And so a lot of times we like to get ourselves off the hook on all things. Well, you have no idea what I've been through, so that really doesn't apply to me. But right. there's no right. exception clauses for those things. So as much as 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 much as as hard as it is, sometimes we have to just face the reality. Oh man, I just need to do this, right. and and it's hard. So, but I came up with uh, a few ways that we can honor dishonorable parents. Number one is give grace, mm-hmm. and I think this is hard, but I also think that it's something that that we can actually that we can actually do exactly. Um, you know. Um, I told, I told yesterday, I was like, there's some people, John the Baptist, where their dad, they'd be like, he didn't bathe enough, you know, he, uh, he ate these crazy foods, you right. know, it's like, you just, just honey. Yeah. yeah, right. But, uh, James Dobson, um, good quote. He said, sometimes as adult children, we can create expectations on our parents that are unreasonable that no one could live up to them. Mm. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, I mean, let's be honest about that. That just doesn't apply for this thing. We do that a lot. I mean, right. I know I do. Right. Sometimes I create these unreasonable expectations, and I'm right. like, and then you set yourself up for you, you frustrate yourself, right? Exactly. And so sometimes you have to just dial it back and just be like, you know what? My parents are just as human as I am. You know, it's like, yeah, they're my parents, but yeah, we have to understand that we got to give right, give a little grace here, right? And grace as well as patience. Mm-hmm. You know, in Proverbs nineteen eleven, you read this: a person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Yep. Yeah. That's a good now, verse. Again, if it's a one-time thing, absolutely. You know, sometimes it's a recurring thing. Right. Um, and, and you know, I, you and I have talked before where, you know, you can still get forgiveness. Right. But you can still remove right. yourself from that situation. Um, and that sometimes is, is the tough thing. Right, right. Um, James 1, 19 through 20 says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Um, and, and whether it's our parents or, or somebody else, I think, I know for me, like, I, I'm, I'm terrible at that. Like, quick to listen, slow to speak. Like, right. I always, I always right. have an answer. Yeah. Like I always am able to fix the problem. And that's, you know, as, as I've kind of taken a step back and looked at me, like even with, I'll, I'll be honest, my relationship with my wife, um, there are times where she'll come to me and she'll say something. And honestly, she just needs me to listen to her. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be better at that because I will be the first to admit that I am pathetic at that <laughs> because, because what I want to do is I want to fix the problem. Right. You might be the second Second worst. I, I think I might. <laughs> right. Now. You know, I want to fix the problem because in my right, mind, it's like, right. well, I, I can, I can fix that for you. Exactly. That's not what she needs. She needs me to listen to her, mm-hmm. you know, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to, and slow to become angry. A yep. lot of times, yep. like I'll lash out at her. Like I'm, I don't say this, but pretty much what I'm saying is you're an idiot. Why would you think that? Right. Way? You know, it's like delete I've, this part out of there. Exactly. Right? Allie, I love you. And, and and again, though, that's like just being transparent. Like you said, we all have our flaws. Like right. this one for me, right. um, I really probably ought to take <laughs> James 1, 19 through 20 and put it in my car mirror or something where I see that every day. You know, yeah, that's not um, a bad idea because this is a very convicting verse. Right. Literally, if you think about it, because I mean, if there's if it's not just this subject, mm-hmm. but it's everything. Right. Because uh, I mean, we can, yep. I, this thing, that verse is very convicting because, right. you know, it makes you realize how much yeah. work you as, need. As a parent, and, yeah. I'm not the greatest at right. that too. And so, right. you know, that's, but that's where we as, as Christ followers have to continually work on, on this and we have to be diligent. Right. And so, you know, but I think that's so, so important, you know, that Proverbs 19 and the James 1 just go so well together. Yeah, they do. Um, James is an amazing it is. Uh, book. It um, is. Amazing. Uh, the second thing um, we came up with is, Give, give forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think this is really, um, this is one of those things that 
I think we would like to say that we forgive, but, um, but I think sometimes we have a hard time with forgiveness. Right. Uh, and, um, I think it's some, one of those things that we like. I don't know if we like so much holding onto the hurt as much as we don't know what to do with it. And right. if we feel like we release it, then we're letting that person off the hook or yeah. we're, they win. Yeah, exactly. It's like this isn't a football game. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but if we don't forgive, I think that what happens is, um, I know for myself, you become bitter. And exactly. So you become that person that you really don't want to become. Right. Um, listen to this verse in Matthew 6, verses 14 and 15. It says, if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Yep. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That's a little, uh, that's a hard verse. Very convincing. Because you are thinking about deep down inside, who have I forgiven? Who do I need to work? What do I need to do? How do I need to do this? And because I really do want my sins forgiven. Exactly. I need to forgive. Right. Um, Yeah. And what you were saying there before you read that verse is absolutely true. Like if you continue to hold on to that, if you continue to let that fester and you don't let it go, you don't fully forgive, you will eventually become like that. It's the old adage of mm -hmm. you become the thing you hate. You know, I've, I've heard that. And Gary Smalley said this, you quoted this yesterday. If you that that should be my last name, my last name shouldn't be Chanel. It should be Smalley, Brandon Smalley. Good. And I'm like five five. You know, that it's would like, be awesome. Be an awesome. Great <laughs> last name. Okay, I love my last name. Chanel's great. But um, but Gary Smalley said this. He says, if you don't forgive your parents, you will become like your parents. That's true. Um, yeah, and so. For some people, that might not be a bad thing to become like that. Well, exactly. But for others, it may be. But what he what he's talking about on this one is is that there's a those, sin root in their life, yeah, and then those character traits or for character flaws, and or, you've you've held those tightly, exactly. And you are not forgiving, and you are bitter. So if you don't forgive them, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to end up like them. And and I've heard this a lot: is well, I'll never become like my parents, or I'll never do that, or I won't do. You know, Never, Most, never say never. Never say never. Never say never. Exactly. I've learned that the hard way. And that happens. And yeah. then you become just like the thing that you don't want to exactly. become. And again, I think it's really difficult for us to see that in our life. Right. And, um, and it's a very sobering, sobering aspect to look into the mirror and to really see where God is trying to change me, right. and um, it hurts, to be honest with you. It hurts, but then it changes over to where God takes that, and it no longer hurts, and God actually ends up turning mm-hmm. that into something that's good and a blessing. Correct. And, but the first part, it kind of hurts. Yeah. You know, and that's so. the thing is there's a difference between forgiving yeah. for a time and truly forgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, Ephesians 4, verses 31, 32 says, and, and you had this underlined, I love that, get rid of all bitterness rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as just as in Christ God forgave you. And and so we forgive until something happens and we allow that exactly. so we don't really forgive. Right. It's like we just kind of tuck it away, put it in a box and like, okay, I'll forgive yeah. for now. Right. But then exactly. if something happens, you pull that back out of the box and you add, you add to it. It's like eventually you got to get a bigger box to shove those things exactly. in until something else happens so you can pull them back exactly. out again. And, um, but yeah, you know, I think that we absolutely have to be intentional of, of forgiving because if not, we dwell on that so much that we will become that. Exactly. 100%. It will overtake us. 100%. Uh, Corey Ten Boone. Um, I, I love this quote. This is really good. Uh, forgiveness is an act of the will. And the will can function regardless of the temperature of the heart. That's good. It's really good. That too is very convicting. Mm. Um, so if you're, if you're always looking at your, your parents' flaws or right. their sins or their mess ups or the goose ups or the, the things that you don't mm-hmm. like about them, that's what you're always going to focus on. Um, and so your heart is always going to be there. Right. Um, but forgiveness is all an act of the will. And um, it's not saying, hey, what they did, I'm giving off the hook. But what exactly. you're doing is you're forgiving them because this is what God wants you to mm-hmm. do. You're forgiving them because you're submitting your will to God yeah. and what he wants you yeah. to do. So, And let's be honest. you know, I'm a parent now. You're a parent. Um, you know, I don't get it right all the time. You know, we're human. Right. My parents didn't get it right all the time. Your parents didn't get it right, right. all the time. And so... I want my kids to forgive me when I mess up. And I've had to right, go to my right, kids right. and ask for forgiveness and said, hey, you know, I overreacted. I shouldn't have acted like right. that or whatever, you know. And so my parents deserve that as well. Right, right. 
um, I I love that picture of Corey Ten Boom. Yeah, like that picture of her is just like I can just see her saying that matter of fact, right? From that, it was like she just leaps off the page. There. Exactly but right. The third um, way that we can honor dishonorable parents is to give example, and I think this one is very important. Right. Galatians six seven through eight says, "Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man." And I'm actually working through my sermon here in a couple of weeks yeah. for uh, "Thou shalt not steal." Yeah. Um. And, and this this verse may come back out here in a couple of weeks. But a man, you underline this, reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. It's really good. We reap it's what we verse. sow. And exactly. so we've got to be that example. I actually have, I wish I had it with me, but maybe this will come out too. I've got a really good quote from John MacArthur on that. Yeah. Um, and, and we, we harvest, you know, what we sow. Right. And, and it doesn't affect just us. Right. It's pretty much what John MacArthur is saying. It affects other people. Well, I think if you just show dishonor to your parents or you show dishonor or, or you speak poorly of them, um, you're, you're pretty much, um, setting the stage for your kids to do the same thing, um, exactly. for you. And so you really have to set an example, uh, for mm-hmm. that and be, be careful what you do or say. And if you do mess up, like you said, you probably need to go back in. You need to, to make that right. And I think exactly. it's just a, it's crazy to think about that. That's what happens. Right. You know? And well, you're not intentionally doing that, but, right? But it's 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 what happens. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Titus chapter two verses seven and eight tells us this: in everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned. That's so good. we always have to set an example, mm-hmm. and it's very hard because let's just admit this: none of us are really. Um, that great at, mm-hmm. at doing this. We try. Yep. Um, but sometimes we react, we get caught up in our own stuff. We, we allow things to affect us and then, but God has a way of bringing, hopefully bringing us back to where, to right. where we need to be. So, right. and that's what, you know, and, and I love how just over the past few weeks, especially we're in this series with our students, um, on Sunday nights called finding truth. Yeah. And we all know where our truth come from. Yep. It comes yep. from, it comes from God's word. But you know, last night we talked about, um, one of my favorite passages, you mentioned it, Last week, Philippians 2, 5 through 11, right. where it starts off, your attitude should be that is the same of Christ Jesus. And then it talks about those things that Jesus was. was right. He was obedient. He was humble. Right. He was a servant. Right. And, um, you know, Jesus is our example. Yep. We strive to be like Jesus mm-hmm. so that we can be an example to our kids. Right. Um, and that that's pretty much what, you know, what, you're, what that verse in Titus is saying there as exactly. well. Exactly. In everything set them an example by doing what is good. Exactly. Um, and, and then I love that in your teaching show integrity, um, seriousness and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned. Mm-hmm. Um, because the truth is, is that we, our kids watch everything. Mm-hmm. I've learned that over the past few right. years so many times. It's right, like, right, oh, right. wait, what, what? Right. <laughs> I've told the story before, but <laughs> you, it's no secret on the podcast that <clears> – <throat> I'm working on road rage. I've actually got. I think everybody does that, don't they? A little bit. I think so. Yeah. I've I've actually gotten really, really good. But when Christian was, he was probably about three years old, and so Jordan would have been maybe in school, um, preschool or something. But he was three or four, anyways. It was just Christian and I. We were in Marysville, and we were sitting at the stoplight at Coleman's Crossing. Okay. Waiting on it to. It's a tough place to be. It's a tough place to be. But we're sitting there. I'm fine. Right. And um, he probably can't see the red light or whatnot, or doesn't doesn't compute with him, but there's a few cars in front of us. And all of a sudden I look up in my rear view mirror and he takes his hand like hands like this. And he goes, come on people. <laughs> right. And I'm like, where's he heard that before? Yeah, Wait a minute. Know, right. We know. I've even made that hand gesture. Like, come on people. And it's like, buddy, it's a red light. We can't go yet. Exactly. It's like, right. Okay. I've got to work on that, but that's what I've learned. Like our kids are watching everything. I, everything right, we do. Right. And so, you know, I don't want my kids to have resentment toward me when when they get older. Right, and so I need to watch my watch what right. I'm doing and saying. Right. you know, about my parents right. or my in laws or whoever. Um, not that I would say anything bad about my in laws. Right, right. Yeah. Um, love them. I'm actually. Did you know that I am actually my mother in law's favorite child? Between, you know, I've heard that before somewhere. I've but, never heard it from her, but I have heard it from you. Ask my wife. <laughs> okay. Um, ask my brother in law. They'll both tell really? you. They're like, oh yeah, Brandon's the favorite child. Really? Oh yeah. She, really? You catch her. Ask her. I will. I'll ask see her, her on Sunday. Ask her. But like, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite child? If she says you, I'll be like, okay, he's yeah. telling the truth. Yeah. 
Now, now that doesn't include grandkids because grandkids have went well, to a different level. You yeah, know that. yeah. Grandkids, like you, you, you got jumped over. You're they jump you. You need to understand that exactly. Right? Yeah, but my sister doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'll just say it. I'm the favorite child in, in <laughs> my parents too. She's so. the favorite of all. all just all favorite. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just exactly. favorite. So moving along, give moving thanks. along. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting deep in exactly, here. Exactly. Uh, and this is where you're just going to give thanks to God for anything that your parents have done that that were good. You're you're going to give thanks mm-hmm. for the good that they've done. So this yeah. was important, I thought. Yeah. And 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 I loved how you said of you know, there are, there are areas where you can give thanks for your parents, even if you yeah. have a very dishonorable parent. Yeah. You can still give thanks, like you you mentioned, um, if your parents took you to church growing up. Yeah. It's like write him a note, write him a card. Yeah, Father's Day, Mother's Day, whatever. Yeah. Hey, I just want to say thanks so much for taking me to church. That yeah. set the course of my life and yep. and put me on a path that um, yep. wouldn't have been you know right available to me if you wouldn't have taken the time to do that. And you know maybe your dad was kind of distant from you, but maybe he worked hard mm-hmm. and provided for you, gave you everything you needed, shelter, food, clothes, and yep. cars and and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we you know we we always. I know, I know I do this sometimes. I have a tendency to focus on the bad rather than the good. Right. And something. That's a human the, thing. The whole thing is, could be 90% good and 10% bad, but you're focusing on the, the, the 10% you don't like. Correct. You know, so it's, it's not good. So, but when, I, I think when you honor your parents in ways that they've been honorable. Yes. I think it opens the door for more honor. Right. I really do. Right. And I think that I think that's very very important. Um, and I think we need to remember this verse. This verse is um, really um, embedded on my folder it is. every week. Yes, it is. Um, Speaking of, yeah, first service, yeah, you scared the snot out of me. I dropped during my... your prayer. You dropped that folder and it hit the bottom of your stand. Yeah. I had both my in ears in and still heard it. I jumped. Yeah, it scared me too because I didn't know scared I missed Linda it. Too, <laughs> she yeah, was like, had, "What was that?" <laughs> I had no idea that thing, thing dropped. I I had my eyes shut and I was moving it and just it dropped just right off. <laughs> so, anyways, you do have this verse embedded; um, it's etched into your folder. It is First Thessalonians five sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. It's rejoice always. That's one verse. Pray continually. That's another verse. And give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's mm-hmm. a really it's on. It's etched on my folder. I wish it was etched as deeply in my heart. Can I be honest with right, you? Right, right. And I love that you have underlined. Give thanks in all yeah. circumstances. Yeah. And um. And so we do. You know, I think we do owe it to our parents, but we also owe it to God mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. give thanks to our parents for mm-hmm. those things. And yep. I know as I've you know, I've been a parent now for eleven years and have three kids now. You know, going on twelve years. Right. There, there was a time a couple of years ago that I literally called my mom and dad and said, Hey, I just wanted to apologize for what I put you through as a kid. Right. Cause my kids are driving me nuts now. Would you like for me to ship them to you? <laughs> right. Well, I think it's, a, I think that's actually a good, that's a good thing when your yeah. parents hear that. Cause yes. where they hear like, Hey, I just realized how I oh, man. never knew, you know, now I know what you were talking oh, absolutely. about. I think or... back to like my mom, like clean your room. I, there was times when I was in high school where, you could see a path from my door to right, my right. to my bed, right? And it's like, oh my goodness, you know. Now trying to get Christian to clean his rooms, like I know exactly what they were going through. Oh, they yeah. didn't have the Legos to step on like I oh do. Oh my goodness! But... Yeah, you step on one of those, that'll light you up. You'll yeah. shoot out of that room like a rocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the third thing is is how do we honor our parents? Mm-hmm. And um, you need to understand you're you're always somebody's child but you're only somebody's child you're you're always you're only going to be a little kid for a little bit exactly but you're always somebody's child for sure and um i think it's funny because if you're if you're 48 years old and your 70 some year old dad comes in (laughs) to your house and looks around and said hey i'd like for you to paint the living room here by uh friday by i want it brown by friday can you have that done and you're like dad what are you talking about and he's like hey the bible says obey your mom and your dad so i want this room painted brown by friday <laughs> right you're like dad that ain't happening because mm-hmm. that ship has sailed yep uh that's not what we're talking about exactly that but if you're 10 11, mm-hmm. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, or whatever. And your mom says, clean your room, make your bed, take off the trash, eat your vegetables, do your homework, let the dog out, wash the dog, go, whatever, mow the yard. Mm-hmm. If she tells you to do that, then you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of the, that's a part of the process. And, you know, y- y- a lot of times when kids get asked things like that, they, what do they do? They pout, they scream, they, oh, yeah. they get mad, they uh, walk off, cold shoulder. Or what, why or, can't she do it? Why can't he do it? 
Right. But parents need to be very careful to say, well, you know, it's just a personality. They're just letting off steam. You can't let them actually get away with that because that's a power struggle. You're laughing. You started talking about that last week. I saw a, a clip from John Christ mm-hmm. where he was talking about just how parents are different nowadays. Right. And he was like, and whether this is real or not, it probably was. But anyways, he was talking about being at, at like Cracker Barrel or somewhere with his sisters and their kids. Right. And he was like, you know, their kids like float, throw in a, a full out temper tantrum in the floor <laughs> and, and they're, they're, you know, they're parenting different. And he's like using air quotes and he's like, you know, so they don't, they don't stand above them. They get down on their level. And so the kids on the floor and he's, he's like, my sister's literally on her, her elbows and her knees and her stomach. Like, tell me your feelings. How do you feel? What does this make you feel? It's okay. We love you. You're affirmed. You're loved. You're great. And yes. it's like, yeah. uh, and he's like, come on. Smack, just smack the kid. Like, I'll smack a kid right now. He was like, any of you, any of you in here, if you're, if you see me in a restaurant and your kid needs a good whooping, he Love, said, let me do it. look at me, give me the wink, go to the bathroom, I'll smack him. <laughs> but, uh, but you're, you're right. You know, it is, uh, it is important that we, uh, we discipline our kids. And that doesn't mean, no, 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 you, you no, know, no. you, you're just like a, you know, a not, windmill. Exactly. I mean, disciplining is, um, you know, I mean, if need be and warranted, yeah, mm-hmm. spank them. Exactly. But disciplining is also other things too. Right. It's directing, it's teaching, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's this, it's grounding, it's you can't do that. You, yep. you know, well, it's like whatever. you said, you know, and I've had the same conversations with, um, mostly Christian, but, um, but my other kids too of you know, sitting down on their bed, looking at them eye to eye saying, Hey, bud, you know, I love you, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You need to blah, 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 whatever it is. Right, right. You know, like you don't talk to your mom like that or, you know, hey, what you did was unacceptable. Right. You need to apologize or whatever, right. you know. And, and so it is it is correcting mm-hmm. and training and leading them right, in the right, right way. Right, Um You're right. You know, yes, if warranted, you know, there may yeah. be a time to, you know. It's probably not the it. first thing you go to. It's, no, absolutely no, like, not. But I loved your illustration too about when Dustin was young and we were the same way. Um, you know, when he was a baby, just crawling right. and you'd be at a friend's house and he'd go to touch something that he shouldn't touch and mm-hmm. you, you'd just smack his hand. Hey buddy, no, not you hard. can't touch. Just, it's not, no, yeah. absolutely. And, and it just trains him. It's like, oh, well, we can move that. No, because I want him understanding that there are boundaries. We have boundaries in life. Exactly. And, um, and so I think that's, that's really important as parents is to, you know, because you do hear that. Well, they, they're just learning they're figuring things out right they're right. just that's how they express themselves like exactly your kid shouldn't throw exactly. a temper tantrum exactly. in you know in the yeah. store like that like right. that's ridiculous and you know it, you have the younger kids um you parent differently than you do like a preteen or a teenager mm-hmm. absolutely and, and so you know that's a that's a tough age to be in because you're not a child but you're not an adult you're kind yeah. of stuck in a time warp there exactly um you're going to get I, I think i said yesterday you're going to get more freedom than you did when you're eight but you're going to get less than what you would do if you're 18 exactly. or 19. But you have to respect your parents, and I, you know, the, and parents, you have to, you have to actually teach that. Exactly. I mean, you know, work with them. Mm-hmm. And parenting is hard work. Um, parenting is tough because you, it's there's some days where you're like, I'm just so tired, I can't have yeah. this conversation again. But what's what's the goal? Not to have the conversation again and let it go. Right. So sometimes you you have to, you know, you we have to. You know, make sure that they understand, Hey, I'm the parent. You're, mm-hmm. you're the child. I'm not saying you can't be friends because sometimes right. parents like to be best friends. Exactly. But you, you, you can be best friends, mm-hmm. but that can't override your no. parenting abilities and what, and what God has, has called you um, to do. So just understand you have a responsibility. So I, I had a question. I said, how, how do we deal with this commandment when we, when a child becomes an adult? Mm-hmm. So now we've changed from kids to now right. what, what happens as, as an adult, because, um, I think this is very, very important it is. Um, as we get older, like, you know, you're in your thirties, your parents are in their sixties, they're about 40 and, um, yeah, you exactly. know, so, yeah, right. But you know, in Bible times, I mean, you look at they didn't have social security. My mom's actually not in her sixties yet. So. Good for her. Yeah, exactly. She's good to go. Yes. Uh, they didn't have retirements. They didn't have, you know, governmental right. safety nets and, right. and all that. So you, when you, in Bible days, you, when you got older, it was expected you were going to go live with your, your, your family mm-hmm. and, and, and your kids. So, but today we like other people to take care of them. Right. And, 
Um, and I know that we have jobs and, and things like that. And the, the, the thing about it is, is if your parents can't take care of themselves or if you're, you know, your mom's having a really bad time, but your dad's healthy. Well, that's his responsibility mm-hmm. to take care of. But if they're both right. not doing well, mm-hmm. then now it that's kicks into our responsibility yeah. to at least say, hey, what do we need to do to take care of them? Do we need to have them move in with us? Do right. We, what do we need to do here? And, right. and, and figure things um, out on that. So um, I think it's important to always be looking at where what God wants us to do on this commandment of honoring our father and mothers. Right. You know, I know kids are probably not listening to this, but even as a kid up to you're an adult uh-huh. and not, if your parents a hundred and you're 80, yeah. you still have to honor your, your mother and your father. Exactly. Um, I, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's the, that's the crux of this. Mm-hmm. It never stops. Yeah. And you brought this back around to what we talked about earlier is, you know, Jesus here again, sets the example he does for us. You know, John nineteen twenty five through twenty seven. Jesus is literally hanging on the cross. You know, he he's dying. It says near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. A lot of Marys in that. Story. A lot of Marys. A lot of Marys. There's like three right there. Um, when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, that disciple was John. Um, he said to her, "Woman, here is your son." And to the disciple. He said, here is your mother. And from that time on, this disciple took her into his home. And Jesus wasn't going to be able to uh-huh. physically take care of his mother right. because he he was dying. He knew dying. that. Um, and so he, in that moment, even in moments of agony and pain and death, he's, you know. I think we forget the pain that Jesus mother. is in hanging on the cross. Right. And when he's saying this, this is, he's in a lot of pain. Well, not only that, just think of the emotional pain. Oh, of yeah. Seeing his mother, see him go oh, through what he's going goodness, through. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you know, yeah. Oh and my knowing goodness. what she had went through for him. Unbelievable. So Jesus, again, as always, sets mm-hmm. the example for what, for what we are supposed to do. Exactly. First Timothy five, uh, verse eight, um, or is that six? Five, eight, five, eight, eight. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially their own household has denied the faith and is worse than the unbeliever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's true. I mean, I think we can't, um, I, I don't think we can dismiss the this commandment and say right hey, this you know you don't know what my parents were like right um you know there might be some tense moments mm-hmm. but you can still honor your parents in some in some, some way, way. Yep. Um, and, and do that but um yeah the commandments again they're 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 um they are what do i say they're out convicting. there they're, you're convicting <laughs> their they i don't i don't know if there's a commandment that makes me feel good Mm-mm. but i know they help lead me to a place that God wants me to come to him through Christ. Right. So it gives me freedom. Yep. Um, and that's so. the thing is that, you know, the, the law was given, the commandments were given, exactly. you know, not to hold us down, but to show us our weakness, to show us how sinful we are. And so exactly. we have to acknowledge that sin and repent and turn from that and be like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to honor mm-hmm. my parents. Exactly. I need to, you know, not have idols. Right. And, right. You know, it's like just looking at that. It's like, yeah, we do have idols. We place right. things above God in our right. lives. Yeah. So just a few short, short, few short things. Uh, blessing box month still going on. Um, you can bring, continue to bring things in for the entire month. And even you can do it afterwards. We're still always going to need things, but, uh, really we've been, um, you guys have stepped up to the plate and those of you who are listening, Absolutely. Uh, really thank you so much. That's a huge help in getting us started because, um, this, uh, the blessing box is a great ministry. Mm-hmm. It meets a great need in, exactly. in this community. And, um, and I think, I think we should help. People do 100%. that. So, uh, so yeah, if you haven't gotten the sleep, the slip that we have uh, provided that the needs that we have, they're still at the welcome center. You can grab one and you can bring things in the rest of the month and even beyond if you, exactly. if you would like. So we have five more weeks, five more. We're halfway through. Five the more. We're, we're getting stuff. ready to head onto the second tablet now. Yeah, we are. Right. We are. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is, uh, number six. This will be fun. You shall not murder. Mm. You ready for that one? I think so. Okay. Probably not. The following week is do not commit adultery. I'm just thankful that that wasn't the following week. We could week. swap. Oh, we don't. No. Okay. No, we're good. We could. I mean, you've got it done. I guess that means you'd have to write my sermon. I, I guess that means what it is, right? right? Yeah, yeah, I'll just right, preach yeah. your sermon. You already I, Deal. 
And don't forget about the uh, congregational meeting, brief meeting on October, uh, Sunday, October 29th, right at noon. Um, that'll be in the, uh, in the auditorium or sanctuary, um, whatever, whatever we call that. And if you have, um, have missed any of the, um, series and want to keep catch, caught up with them, you can always go to our YouTube page and, mm-hmm. uh, those are downloaded and those are ready to go. The full service is there. And, um, if you'd like to know what's going on here at RCC, you can always check, you know, Facebook and you can check the website website and uh, all kinds of things like that and and then yesterday you uh you um actually pumped this so um let's pump it again okay. um it's the right now media right that's now a media. great source for anybody i mean anybody if you're listening in another state right mm-hmm. now and you want to take part in this this is absolutely free to you we pay for free. the service we do and so i'll let brandon explain that yeah so right now media is um it's just a great resource which has uh, mostly their their devotions their video devotions but they've got the likes of francis chan and louis giglio and tony evans and priscilla shire and who's tony evans his daughter, right. just in female form. Um, Very much so. Right? She, she, she doesn't, doesn't have, have the mustache. Or the soul patch. Or so. the soul patch. Um, but Tim Tebow, you name it, there's there's some really good um, um, authors and stuff on there that, that people um, – um, are, are they're putting devotions and Bible studies out there? We're using, like I said, Francis Chan's Finding Truth with our um, with our high school students and middle right. school students right now. It's a great study. We've got one more week left of that, and um, a lot of studies like that. There are leader guides. There right. are um, lesson yeah. um, downloads that most of them are free. Sometimes you can get. Um, to a point where um, you have to pay like five dollars or something, right, for a, a lesson or a study guide or something. But most of the time they're free. Right. Um, but yeah, this is a, a, a resource that's free to you. Go to richwood.church forward slash right now, or if you just go to the main page, richwood.church to our yeah. website, click the media download tab and click right now yeah. media. There's a link on there. You click the link to set up a, a free account, and you just put in your email address, create a password that gets you access to that. Um, good deal. Provide and yeah, and if you have any uh, questions, reach out and we can help you with. I that. like what you said yesterday. You know, there's stuff for kids and you know teenagers and singles, and marrieds, olds, youngs, mm-hmm. whatever, yep. married, whatever. Um, I thought it was good, and uh, there is something available for everybody. So, um, uh, I encourage you guys to check that out if you already haven't. Um, maybe instead of plopping your kids down in front of something, you can pull something up on Write Down Media and uh, show them. Yeah, something from there. So exactly. That'd be awesome. Yes, and I don't have to worry about the content. There's even, I came across it. There's a Lego crucifixion. Oh my like goodness! Pa- is that the right? Lego Passion of the Christ. Is that much. right? I mean, is that can we do that? I don't know. It was <laughs> okay. kind of neat. I, I watched it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's kind of out there, but. So there you go. People will be watching that. Yeah, they will. They're going to go right set up the account just to watch that. So story time. Yeah. Um, since we're we're through that one, um. We've got the DVDs to the Ten Commandments. And I say DVDs because it's over three hours long, so it takes two DVDs. We started watching that on, um, I think it was Saturday maybe. And we had to, or no, it was Friday evening before we came to fifth quarter. And um, so we couldn't finish it because we had to get ready to come for fifth quarter and whatnot. And Christian's so bummed that we haven't had a chance to finish it. He's like, I want to watch the rest of the Ten Commandments. That's great. The girls really didn't have much interest in it. Really? Christian was loving it. Oh, I bet. I mean... Gotta like Charlton Heston. You're right. I mean, he's good at, he's good Moses. He is. It's getting good right now. He's very too. dramatic too, isn't he? It is getting very Stand good right back. now. Watch the power of the yeah, Lord. Yeah, we haven't hit that part <laughs> okay. yet. No, we haven't hit that yet. But. You, haven't, you haven't hit the, the Red Sea party? No, we're oh. about an hour in right now. Oh, like he's my. still, he's still in Egypt. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, it hasn't even, you haven't even scratched the no. surface. It just now like starts. Christian for you. thinks it's good now. Oh, wait till he sees. Exactly. We haven't gotten any of the plagues yet. No, no, no. Oh, no. yeah, no. Like literally, wait till you see the blood going through the water. Right? It's on. It's we're, we're forty-five to yeah. an hour in. Oh yeah. So, yeah, but he was he was yeah. digging it. He's like, I want to watch it. Since the Braves aren't playing, you might as well put your ring on and watch the Ten Commandments. Right. <laughs> I feel like Pharaoh with that ring on. Yeah, like, you will make Allie kiss my hand. You're like, hey, kiss, kiss my the ring. Kiss my thirty-seven <laughs> cent ring. <laughs> Twenty-six. Okay. Twenty-six cents. <laughs> right. Oh, oh goodness. My goodness. Oh man. Well, enjoy the day. It's, uh, it's not sunny. It's not bright. Mm-hmm. It's not warm. It's not cold. Um, it just is. It is. It, it is just what is. It is. It, it is exactly right. So enjoy that day and hey, everything else too. So exactly. Anything else? No, I think, I don't think so. I think you covered it. Okay. You usually, you pretty much do. I try.
I had to go get my jaw set today. Yeah, how'd that feel? It was fine. Feel better now? I do feel better. Yeah. It's still a little sore, but um, it yeah. was kind of out of place. Tomorrow, so. if it's still out of place, let me know. I can. You'll take care of the other I side? Take care of it. It, it wasn't painful, but you can, right. you know, I, I went to the chiropractor and um, and I haven't been for months, like mm-hmm. six months or eight months or whatever. And he has this tool that he puts on your, you know, that's that thing clicks hard. It does. So when he had that thing on my face and clicked, it was a little, you know... Well, you've got it was that, weird. You've got that little mini Louisville Slugger baseball bat from yeah. the the Louisville Slugger Museum. Yeah. If it doesn't work tomorrow, I can break that you thing know, out and try boom. to pop the other side. <laughs> you know that might work. <laughs> it's amazing how that thing works. I mean, I'd like to know exactly what like the makes, inner workings of yeah. it. It's spring loaded. Yeah, it's it's battery powered because we see the same chiropractor. And yeah, that's what somebody was asking us about that the other day. It was like we love it. Kennedy's had um, breathing issues and asthma stuff yeah. since she was little, and we used to take her in. And she's been adjusted before asleep. Like when yeah. she was little, little, yeah. she'd go in and she'd be asleep, and we just lay her down, and he'd do his thing. Yeah, she'd never even know. Right. And but it he does just, help. It, it yeah, does it help. does help. You're right. So, which this time of year is brutal, like the sinuses and stuff mm-hmm. right now for me. Like the weather's fluctuating so much, yeah. and tis the season. But hey, it guess is. what? I just looked on my phone, not counting today. Uh huh. We have, and, and counting Christmas Day, which is a Monday, there are 10 Mondays between now and Christmas. Wow. Counting Christmas Day. So technically nine Mondays, not oh, counting Christmas word. Day. Oh, my word. That's crazy. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't so crazy? 10 Sundays. I mean, that's crazy if you think about that, right? Yeah. Because we had the fair service on the third, so we've already been one, two, three, four, five, six. We've already been six Sundays since the fair service. Right. So that tells you how fast that goes. Exactly. So there you go. Soon we'll be singing Christmas songs and drinking hot cocoa and eggnog. I love it. I saw, I walked in the store the other day, there was eggnog. I'm like, oh, resist. Resist the temptation. You, you know what you should do? You should drink a huge glass of eggnog before you go running. Oh, goodness. Imagine. Let's not talk about that. Like, so <laughs> on that <laughs> note, I hope you have a great day. I will. Enjoy you this too. Weather. Everyone else, have a great week. We'll catch you next week.